What's going on, guys? Welcome in to the Dynasty Pod, uh, where we try and get you ready for all of your Dynasty Leagues. And uh, today we've got a fun episode. We are going to be doing a rookie draft. So we're doing three-round rookie draft. Uh, Sam is going to be picking from the four. Trev is picking from the eight. And I am picking from the 12. So we'll have a nice spread there for you. Just to show you what we think of uh, some of the rookies this year. Um... So let's just uh, let's talk about Baker Mayfield first, because uh, this just happened recently. We got uh, Baker Mayfield going to the Carolina Panthers. It is going to be a fifth round pick that can turn into a fourth, uh, depending on his play. Yeah, time. conditional fifth. That's bad. Yeah, he took a three million dollar pay cut, and the Browns are going to be paying ten million dollars, and the Panthers are going to be paying five million dollars for. His salary. So, uh, let's talk Can we about... just ask first, are either one of you guys truthers of Baker Mayfield? Like, do either one of y'all believe it was the Browns, or do y'all uh, think it was Baker? Um, I think it was... I think it's both. I don't think Baker is going to be this this great quarterback. He's not a franchise guy. I think he's more of, like, a Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but I do think he was playing he, hurt. He shouldn't have played hurt. It was stupid of him to do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think I think he's a fine quarterback. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't think it changes my view of like Panthers players for fantasy much at all. Like maybe maybe a little of a bump for like UDJ more. But yeah, I mean it's pretty status quo for me. I mean I, I do think Baker's better than Sam Darnold, but yeah, I mean. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is I think he's like, he's a huge upgrade, but that doesn't mean he's good. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, he's definitely, Sam Arnold is very bad, so, like, but, uh, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I'm not convinced even that he, if he doesn't absolutely just play incredible, uh, he doesn't, that they don't start looking at Matt Corral, like, midseason even, so, like, I don't think they're committed to Baker as, like, this is the guy. No, Obviously not. Capital, right? He's on the franchise tag. This is or not franchise tag. Um, his rookie uh, fifth year. Fifth year option. Yeah. Yeah, fifth year option. He's on the fifth year option. So this is going to be it for him. He's going to want to go. He's going to want to play, get paid. So if he plays well, mm -hmm. it's up to the Panthers if they want to pay him. But they're not tied to him after this year, and they're not paying him a whole lot of money. No, I think he's going to be one of the best paid backup quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> like, he's still not going to be. I I will say I do I do think it bumps up your I think it should bump up your perception on DJ Moore, or Robbie Anderson, a little bit more. I think I think it's yeah, going to be maybe a little bit. The, Touchdowns are probably going to come more now. Hopefully for DJ Moore, you would think that he's going to break his streak this year. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. I. Well, I think it's all CMC. I don't think that's Baker. I think if if Baker if if not Baker if CMC isn't healthy, I think they're looking at the same type of offense because I don't think he's that much better than. Well, I mean, he is that much better than Sam Darnold and whoever else they've mangled over the last few years with Cam Newton and all that, but like I don't think he's a little bump of like what's what's a little bump? Like two touchdowns more with Baker? Or like five? Like I, is he getting to nine? I think that, that the variance is there now 
because I think what you, you saw with Baker is that, that he would go down the field. You know, he would throw it a lot more. That's not something Sam Darnold would really do all that much. And I, I think To be fair, he couldn't hit his guy, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think... <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough because I think the, the upgrade from Sam Darnold to Baker is a pretty big jump. Like, you're talking mm-hmm. about Sam Darnold, the guy who has never eclipsed 20 passing touchdowns in his career. So yeah, he's and, rough stuff. And Baker, is, he's done that you know, three out of four years of his career. Uh, so it, it's tough. I, I want to say, I think it, it more so helps Robbie Anderson be a little bit better. I think there's going to be more stability. That mm-hmm. being said, obviously, we'll see if Baker throws to him after what he said. But Right. Um, right. I, I think it's, it really doesn't change a whole lot. I think it, it doesn't change anything for Christian McCaffrey. No, I don't think it changed anything for him specifically. I just meant if he's not healthy, I think we're looking at the same type of Carolina offense. And if he is healthy, the whole offense is better because if you have to worry about CMC, your wide receivers are way more open. So I just don't think he's so much better than what they've had. I think he's much better, but I don't think he's so much better that we have to wait. If CMC is still not a part of the offense, I think it's basically the same offense. All right. Well, I want to do a little bit of a heat check with you guys on DJ Moore. So I'm just going to bring up a couple names that are being drafted around the same spot as DJ Moore. And I All want right. to see what you guys think. So Love up, we have Let's do it. DJ Moore or Deontay Johnson? <laughs> Deontay Johnson with uh, Trubisky. Yeah, if Trubisky yeah, is the if he's I'll the quarterback, then I'm taking DeAndre. Uh, so I'll probably say a lot of people over DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'd say Deontay. I'm picking or Trubisky, honestly. Okay, all right. Uh, how about Terry McLaurin, who just got a massive contract? Um, that's tough. Uh, I'm he's I'm never gotten above the twenty mark, right? Anymore, so which one am I down on least? Uh, I I think I would I would personally take. Terry McLaurin here. Um, I think they're they're both pretty similar in terms of like their yeah, I think so their too. situations. Um, and I, I think I, I take McLaurin as well. Yeah, yeah. I I think that he's just going to be more of the focal point, like you said, uh, Trev. If CMC is healthy, he's going to be their guy that they're going to want to have the offense around. I think Terry McLaurin now, after getting paid, is going to be that guy in Washington. And I think Wentz is. It's an upgrade from Heineke, too. For sure. Um, I That one's actually really tough. I think that's where my line is. If I had to pick one, I think I would pick more because even with his lack of touchdowns, I, I just think he overall is going to finish better than Scary Terry. He may not have his ceiling, so I guess if it depends on who you drafted as your wide receiver one or maybe even two if you can get one of them as your three, but... Um, just objectively, everything being the same, I think I take more over Scary Terry. All right, DK Metcalf. for the ceiling. I'll take DJ Moore over. DJ I'll take DJ Moore. That's yeah. I'm Gary so Lowe not a believer. I think Drew Locke is clearly the worst set of those quarterbacks that we've talked about so far. Honestly. Oh yeah. 
that, for sure. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's in a much better situation, I think. I still think there's a chance that T. Higgins could end up better than Jamar Chase this season. I think there's going to be some regression for Chase. That's a little bit of an unpopular opinion. I do think both of them are going to be very good, but I think T. Higgins is definitely going to have another good year. I think if Robbie Anderson goes down, DJ Moore stays the same, and if Jamar Chase goes down, T. Higgins is a wide receiver one easily. Yeah. So especially when we're talking about those two in, in competition. I mean, DJ Moore's already the wide receiver one for his team, but T. Higgins has the capability of being not a wide receiver one, but the wide receiver one. All right. Well, that'll, uh, that's, that's about it. So uh, let's just get ready to uh, jump into the rookie draft. We're doing three rounds. Taking from the one, the one four, or the four, the eight, and the 12. So, so you guys ready? Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's get started. Not too much of a surprise here. We got Brees Hall, Drake London, Ken Walker coming off the board. Um, I think that's Brees, Brees Hall is the 101, like clear 101. Uh, I, I think once you get after that, I think it depends on what you need, receiver or running back. Like I, I don't think it's a bad idea. Like there's no wrong option taking Ken Walker at two over Drake London or any of these wide receivers that you like more. I don't yes. disagree. Um, yeah, I was just, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it's neat at that point. Other than quarterback or tight end, I wouldn't take either that early. But I mean, if you're talking about it's really just if you need the running back or if you'd rather have a wide receiver there. Yeah. So let's see. So I'm at the 104. Um, you know, yeah, talking about need, I think <clears throat> if I was really quarterback needy, I, I, I'd be open to taking a quarterback here. I'll just say that you know, I think we are looking at this as a super flex dynasty mock draft. It's very hard to get quarterbacks in a, in a super in super flex dynasty. So, and I'd be overtaking Pickett. I'm pretty high on his potential outcomes. But um, I'm not going to draft based on need for this. Just so regardless of need, I think this is a pretty easy pick for me. I think that the top tier of wide receivers is Drake London and Traylon Burks, and I think the top tier of running backs is Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker. So there's one player left in that top tier for me would be Traylon Burks. Uh, I know Even with his asthma? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say he's <laughs> about his uh, health potentially, but I think he comes into a little more established offense than Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I think he um, is stepping into a much bigger role than Chris Olave, who's still playing alongside Michael Thomas. So... Uh, he doesn't have injury concerns of Jameson Williams, even if, you know, asthma, it's not quite the same as the uh, injury we have with, with Jameson with the knee injury. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take Burks here. Pretty easy for me, honestly, at this bit. One of four. So let me, let me ask you a question. You said quarterback would be in contention if you were needy of a quarterback. So yeah, I guess my question I, is, is I, I how needy do you need to be to take Kenny Pickett here? Yeah, so that's a good question. I mean, I think if I have, um, let's say, if my quarterbacks are Daniel Jones and recently replaced Sam Darnold or 
you know, somebody, you know, or, you know, like if I have something as bad as that, which I, I honestly have seen quarterback situations as bad as that, uh, where you mm-hmm. have like a quarterback who's been in the league four to five years and old. Like, like if I have like Tom Brady and Matt Stafford, if I have old quarterbacks, I don't think I'm taking one here. Like I'll, I'll just coast, you know, uh, Matt Stafford's got enough years left. Even if Tom Brady retires this year, you know, maybe I can get one in the second as far as a quarterback, just because those quarterbacks are both very good still. But, like, I think right, if so I have, like, these bad, two, like, of these young but bad quarterbacks, like Wentz, Jones, Goff, uh, Sam Darnold, I think I would take Pickett because I'd be pretty concerned so, at that point. So I do have a follow-up with that. All right, so totally agree. But if you have the 104, even if you have, let, let's say, Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold. So you're in like super need of one, right? Would you rather trade the 104 or take Kenny Pickett here? You you definitely can trade the 104 because I, I don't think yeah. you know you, you have to look at your situation and and see who you're trading with. But obviously, I think most people are going to be trading in to try and get one of these these top seven guys. So you can move back to the eight. If you can try and like go to the eight, nine, even then, I don't think quarterback is necessarily going to... You're taking more of a gamble if you go past eight. But That's if you risk. get the eight, yeah. then... Because I think, I think the clear consensus seven are Brees Hall, Drake London, Kenneth Walker, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jameson Williams. Those are the seven guys that are always going to be drafted unless someone, you know, goes off the rails or has a bigger need at quarterback. So if you can get to the eight, I think that's a great idea. Um, you know, if you can stay in the first round, I think you're risking it a little bit, but I think it's still not terrible. I would try and trade the 104, personally. I would at least try. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I, the- a little bit. I think, like, I, I totally, I, I think that that totally makes sense, like, from, you know, kind of like an ADP typical draft perspective, but almost every, like, real rookie mock draft I'm in, never really works out as ADP. People have, like, big needs at running back, big needs at quarterback, and they draft draft guys early. So I'd go back to maybe the five or the six if I could, but I wouldn't go back as far as the eight. Unless I was, like, really confident in other teams' positions that they weren't going to take quarterback. See, I'm the exact opposite. I'd be willing to move all the way into the second. So you guys are, like, a little back in the first. Yeah, like... Like, I just don't think any of anybody you're going to get this year as far as, like, in that tier is going to be as, as valuable as in a super flex, at least, as your QB2 if it's Sam Darnold. So maybe, the, maybe the best strategy is honestly try to trade in in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if, you're, if your quarterback room is looking bad enough to the point where it's you have, you know, guys like Sam Darnold, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, maybe you, you might want to consider – Taking a year off and yeah, next some capital for next year where there's some quarterbacks that yeah no I mean I think that makes sense I think if you if you think you can tank into uh, early 23 first and get Bryce Young or uh, CJ Stroud that's much preferable to Kenny Pickett so so at that point you would trade you not trade you would uh you would just draft Traylon Burks anyway like <laughs> you'd be like all right well fuck it I'm just gonna get Burks and worry about quarterback next year potentially yeah that's a good question you're on the clock though Trev so after after you took Traylon Burks we have Garrett Wilson Chris Olave and Jameson Williams coming off the board and it is your pick yeah it took a lot of time with that one just just to uh, 
distract from the fact that I'm 108? Um, <laughs> no, that's a good question, but dude, in this this year's rookie draft, and we've talked about it before in the ghost episodes, but um, like this is the worst spot in my opinion, and I think in most people's opinion to draft, be, just because it's it's not there is a tear break of the entire draft after these seven. So looking at different positions, you got quarterback Pickett is there. Um, running back James Cook's ADP's like risen like crazy. Uh, Damian Pierce, uh, the Houston guy, who didn't he just have some news that he may be the starter? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be tough to, to figure out what they're doing in Houston right now. It's, I mean, he's, yeah. he's got yeah. Rex Burkhead and Marlon Mack with him, so it's he's going to get playing time. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking about available at this. So, like, it's looking like James Cook, who's got a shared backfield, or Pierce, who's got a shared backfield. That's at running back. And then wide receiver, it's Sky Moore, Watson, uh, Pickens. Um, I think that's really about it as far as that tier break, at least. Uh, the the Lazard Kings, Alan Lazard and uh, Sammy Watkins, Lizard and Lazard, muddle up the Watson news. But I think in, in the Ghost episode, I took Watson. I don't know if y'all remember that. But... I've risen, <clears throat> excuse me. I've risen on a guy recently, who I think is going to be uh, a big deal, and I'm guilty of that whole rise of opportunity versus maybe uh, talent. So if I'm at the 108, I am not taking Watson anymore. I am taking James Conner <laughs> in Buffalo. Uh, that's super early for me. Like if I see that, I sh- I roll my eyes at people, but like opportunity versus talent he's got he's got both uh zach moss we consider like undraftable at this point and droppable for ease so i don't know if i'm taking if it's between him pickett moore and watson which to me is the next the next big group of guys then i'm taking cook at least as of now unless i'm just wide receiver needy I mean, I don't think it's a bad pick at all. I think, you know, once you get to that point, you've got, you know, you got a, your choice between whatever wide receiver you think has the best chance of breaking out and and taking the running back that you think will get the most work, which I, I do think James Cook has probably got the best mix of opportunity and, you know, stability in terms of an offense. Like some of these guys, they, they, might, not, they might not see uh, a whole lot of work, like... Isaiah Spiller or Rashad White or some of these guys are in. Even his Pierce is he's in a bad offense, so I, I think the pick is. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, his next ADP position group or the next uh, guy that's in the same position ADP wise is Pierce, and I think if you're talking about trying to get a running back in this draft outside of the top two, I think it's got to be James Cook. But I mean, we're in July now. A couple months ago, he was going middle of the second. And then it slowly rose to, you know, close to the 11, 12, maybe the 10. And now for me, like I said, unless I'm just wide receiver needy, I'm taking James Cook at, at the eight spot. Yeah, I'm a big fan of James Cook. I, I have a lot of shares of him. I think he's, yeah, I would definitely take him at the eight. I'd take him earlier if I have a running back need. Um, yeah. I just really, 
honestly think that the Cole Beasley targets are going to go to James Cook. I think he's going to play like a slot wide receiver type role. I think the Buff, I think Buffalo targets are going to be very valuable. There's going to be a lot of points scored. So, um, yeah, and I don't, I mean, I, and I think he's has like a, a role that's going to last a while. You know, I think even if they replace Devin Singletary, I don't think it's going to necessarily necessarily be with like a bell cow guy. I think they'll try to continue to have a thunder and lightning uh, first and second down guy and a third down guy approach. So. Uh, yeah, I like the cook pick here. Sam, you said you'd take him earlier. How much earlier if you were running back needing? If I was running back needing. Like, yeah, who I would you, Alave or over Jameson Williams? What about Alave? I really like Alave right now. I think his, I think that he's, I think he fills a, a role the Saints really need, and I think Michael Thomas could easily be done after this year. So I, I, I really like Alave. Jameson Williams, just like there's a lot of competition on that team. It's a young team. There's a lot of competition for targets. There's not necessarily a quarterback situation that's been figured out yet. They might draft another wide receiver. You know, you don't really know, uh, and you're not going to get much out of him this season. So, I, 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 I mean, I think the talent's there. I think he's a fantastic talent. So, I mean, I'm not down on Jameson Williams, but I would take I could take Cook over him if I needed a running back. Maybe you're about to go mm-hmm. auto here. No, he picked him. He picked him on mine. Yeah, you got you got six minutes and uh, twenty three oh, seconds. Yeah. My uh, my finger's not up to date, <laughs> so that's <laughs> all right. Uh. Yeah, so after after he took James Cook, we have Kenny Pickett, Sky Moore, and Christian Watson going off the board. Um, very chalk draft so far, honestly. This draft yeah, is it, it is mm-hmm. very chalk, and I think I might switch it up a little bit here at this point. Um, but. Yeah, so uh, honestly, these guys, I think personally, I'd probably want Sky Moore here at the 112 if he could get to me. I'm not that big on Christian Watson. I'm just not a fan of the talent. Kenny Pickett would be good if he if I needed a quarterback here if he fell, but he didn't. Um, I'm looking here at just who I like the most, and um, I think I know both of these guys that I'm going to take. Uh, not in any particular order, you know, because I, or actually I'm at the 212. Yeah. Uh, yes, not a snake draft. Not a snake draft. Not a snake draft. Yeah, so now I have to rethink it. I want to take two here, but, you know, I we'll wanna, see if the other guy. I don't want to take two here, you know. Okay, yeah. This is not, not one where you really want. Um, yeah, so I think there's still one guy that I would really like um, to take in the first round here, and it's Rashad White. Uh, I really like the talent on White. He's my running back four in this class. And I think the opportunity for him is going to be pretty good. He's coming into a situation, especially for Dynasty, he's coming into a situation where Leonard Fournette probably going to be done after this year. He's probably going to walk out the door with Tom Brady when he leaves. So you don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be, but I think he's going to be the clear guy. He's also got uh, the availability for passing work. I think he's he's going to be able to do some good passing work stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like Rashad White. I think there is a clear break for me after Rashad White. Um, and also like Spiller and, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not even as high on, on Pierce. 
to be honest. I know he's going to get more opportunity probably this season than Rashad White. He was drafted pretty late. If he doesn't play well, the Texans could easily use one of their many firsts to draft a first round yeah, running back. That's, that's what I, very, very replaceable. It's, it's very a second, too. I mean, honestly. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, they have tons of picks, right? Oh, that's a yeah. great comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, late round running back pick, that they'll see if they have anything. If he doesn't play great, they're going to yeah, and even Mike, Michael Carter played well last year, and they still they still yeah, they still was. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I I I think he has potential this year, but I'm like I'm gonna be 100 percent confident in him. So uh, so we have John Dotson, Damian Pierce, and George Pickens coming off the board after that, and now you are back up on the clock, Sam. Yeah, so honestly, like um, I love Rashad White. Completely agree with your reasoning, but. With kind of the news, and I think it confirms something that we already expected, but the news around Deontay Johnson's contract situation, it has me really rising on Pickens. So, you know, I think I would have taken Pickens there, and I would have loved for Pickens to follow me here. But, unfortunately, he's picked right before me, Uh, which leaves me with, honestly, a lot of people I don't like. Um, And so at this tier, I mean, so the people, you know, who are available to me have got and this last year of running backs, well, they, to me, there's a break after Damian Pierce. So uh, I like Damian Pierce's talent a lot. He was um, probably talent-wise, honestly, I'd say maybe even higher than Rashad White for me. I, I, I really liked his talent coming into the draft. Um, definitely, That's what I was going to say. So, uh, you know, I, I liked him, but I'm not high on the talent for Spiller. I know Trevor and I, we both agree that most of his production came from the incredible offensive line that Texas A&M had uh, versus any kind of talent from Spiller. Tight ends um, as well. It wasn't all O-line, but yeah, it's like tight ends sure. and yeah. O-line. Great walking tight ends as well. Yes, yeah. no, for sure. I mean, great run blocking team. So I, I'm not thrilled with the talent. I am very, very, very low on Tyler Algiers talent. He's probably my least favorite running back in this class. Uh, I think he stumbled into his touchdown rate at BYU. I don't think it was – I think it was scheme versus any kind of talent. So definitely not going to take him. I don't really like the, the quarterbacks here either. I think both of these quarter, you know, Malik Willis, obviously, somebody that was very hyped pre-draft. But, um, you know, I don't – I mean, I just – wouldn't feel 100% confident taking him here at this high. I'd like to take him maybe a few picks later if I, if I was looking for a quarterback. So I'm, I'm going to take, honestly, the same guy that I took you know, last time we did a rookie draft. Uh, and he's kind of my go-to when I get the tiers of running backs and wide receivers I don't like. And that's going to be Trey McBride. I did for Arizona. I think he's a great talent. I think 204 is a great spot for a tight end. Honestly, I would even take... Trey McBride earlier if I was looking down the barrel of taking Jahan Dotson. Uh, so, um, if it's a tight end premium, too. Oh, if it's a tight end premium, yeah, definitely. I'm taking probably 201. Actually, you know, we're, we're all in a tight end premium league together, and I have the super tight end premium league. Yeah, yeah, super tight end premium. I had the 201 and was concerned I wouldn't get McBride. So, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think out of the tight ends this year, he's the one with the clearest path to being, you know, kind of a top six, top 12 tight end in the, in the future. Obviously, don't really expect anything out of him this year since he's still behind Zach Ertz. 
But uh, in two to three years, I think that offense and his talent could create uh, a tight end that's worth owning. So happy to take Trey McBride there. And, uh, I just wanted to throw in. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, hold on. I just wanted to throw in um, your pick of Rashad White. <clears throat> I agree that I think uh, if I'm taking uh, anybody there, I think it's Pierce. Um, love White's opportunity, like you said, like the things you love about him. But the only thing is, is like a running back's got such a short shelf life anyway. Fournette will be gone, sure, but that same token, Tom sure. Brady may be gone. So like you may be looking at an entirely different run yeah. offense than it's a guy that's going to catch passes from Tom Brady because if Fournette's gone, like we're talking about, and Brady's also gone, then it's a, you know, it's not a guy that's definitely guaranteed targets by any means. Yeah, I mean, that that's fair, but I also think that if you look at Damian Pierce, you have no clue what, what the offense is going to be next year for for the Texans. You have no clue... You know, what are they going to do with Mills? Are they going to draft a quarterback? You know, it depends on how well they do this year. We're probably still going to be picking top three, top five. Uh, so they're probably, they're probably going to get a quarterback, depending on yeah. if they can get a high enough pick to get either uh, Young or Stroud. But, but I, I think that there's no guarantee for, for Pierce here. And I, I just I like the capital for, for White. He was a third-round pick. Yeah. A, little, a little bit better yeah. than Pierce. I think, you know, the difference between three and four, though, is pretty big. Sure. I think the concern, the biggest concern I have with Rashad White, I completely agree on the opportunity standpoint again, but, I mean, just, I, I, I still remember Keyshawn Vaughn getting drafted in the exact position you drafted Rashad White here. So. But I, I was also, I like the talent of Rashad White a lot more. I yeah, no, I agree. I, 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 I'm just not a big believer in Keyshawn Vaughn's talent. But he was going first rounds because he was behind. I think it was just him and Ronald Jones. They hadn't signed for net yet. So it's just mm-hmm. a, you know, a point to how quickly those situations can change. But, um, I mean, honestly, we're in a tier where all these running backs are kind of gross. So... So uh, so now we got Malik Willis, Isaiah Spiller, and Desmond Ritter uh, off the board, and you're up, Trev. And while you're making your pick, um, I just want to talk about these quarterbacks real quick because it's a little bit more interesting. I was too. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was the first thing I wanted to talk about. That's Yeah, we, we come into, into a class this year where the quarterback situation was – how many quarterbacks are going to go off the board in the first round? Who's going to go off the board? Is is Malik Willis going to be the second overall pick? Um, Number eight overall pick going to Atlanta. Exactly. And what ended up happening was Kenny Pickett goes 20, and then everyone slides. You get Desmond Ritter at the start of the third. Then you have uh, Malik Willis um, being drafted by the Titans, and then Matt Corral goes. And then Sam Howell falls to the fifth. So I just I'm curious about you guys because the way I feel is if you need Pickett in the first, there's I don't have a problem taking him. He's he's definitely gonna be their guy. Whether he's gonna be great or not, I'm not in love with the talent, but I don't think he's gonna be a bad quarterback. Um but after- for a guarantee year wait. Well, not guaranteed, but for a most likely year wait, but still definitely their guy. I see what you're saying, yeah. yeah. Like, no problem, really, if you take him, as long as you don't mind waiting a year. Yeah, I mean, even then, he, he's going to be on the field this year. He's going to see some value. It, it just depends on what your what your belief is. I was under, you know, my, my stance on this was, if you need a quarterback in the second, 
wait until, try and get to the end of the round. If, you, if you're in the beginning, trade back, or trade up into the back of the second, and then take Matt Corral. And now my stance, I didn't talk about this before with Baker Mayfield, because we were going to bring it up here, but I think now I'm not taking a quarterback in the second round. You don't, I, I still like the talent of Matt Corral, but I, I'd rather just wait until the third, because I think he will, he will slip now. He was going in the back of the second anyway. Most of the time, and now I think he'll slip even more because Baker Mayfield's there. So if you can try and get him in the third, that's great. But I wouldn't really be taking any of these guys in the second round. Yeah, no, I wouldn't take any of them in the second, to be honest with you. Quarterback needy or no, I don't think I'd take any of them outside of um, uh, uh, Kenny Pickett. It's just my – maybe, like you said, Matt Crow in the like in the late third, but I don't think I'm taking any quarterback from this year. I mean, beat reporters got to be singing some praises for Ritter because there's – I don't think there's any way he's starting this year, even if Mariota's bad. Like, I just don't think there's any way that's a thing. And uh, Malik Willis is behind, like, a great talent in Tannehill, especially as far as, like, um, real-life NFL. Like, he doesn't make a ton of mistakes and yada, yada, yada. But um, I don't know. I'm just not taking a quarterback, I think, after, after Pickett, unless it's in the late third. I would take any of these guys in the late third, including Matt Corral, but I don't think I'm taking either of these guys in the second, even the late second. Yeah, I mean, I Sam? think that's, that's easy to say when, you know, we're drafting without teams. I, I still think, like, you know, if you have, like, this really QB needy team and I'm looking at, like, a running back and wide receiver tier I don't love, that I'll take a shot at Malik Willis based on talent. Like, because, I mean, he was very hyped up to be – you know, like if he if he does end up playing for the Titans, like he will score a lot of fantasy points. Like he will be like a Jalen Hurts type of quarterback. So, like you know, I I'll, I I think like if you're if you're stacked at running back wide receiver and you're like man, the only thing I'm hurting on is quarterback. I've got something to get me through this year. But if Malik Willis, you know, just play if they cut Tannehill in 23 and Malik Willis plays, and I don't have to spend a 23 pick on a quarterback, that'd be amazing. You know, so. Like, yeah. um, I, I'll, I'll do it. I'm, no, I'm not going to take Desmond Ritter. I'm not taking Desmond Ritter anywhere. So I, I'm, that, that's not going to happen because I think the Falcons are in the same boat as the Texans. Of If they have a shot at Young or Stroud, they're going to take it. I think, so, I think the, the only difference is the Falcons are going to be worse. I think. Yes, I, I agree. I think they have a better chance. Will be drafted. <laughs> they, will, they will get Stroud or... It's all, yeah, a near guarantee that they're going to have Stroud or, uh, or Young. So, so uh, far, it's record. But, but with Sorry. Willis, at least, like, there's there's a potential future where he is very good for fantasy. So, I mean, if I'm, if I'm QB media, now maybe not the 105, but I'll, or 205, but, I mean, I'll, I'll pick him. I'm not swearing off quarterbacks for the second round. So, yeah. Anyways, Trev, who, who do you actually want to pick here? Um, well, before I make my pick, I'm running out of time. Before I make my pick, I just thought about the fact that we um, haven't, <laughs> yeah, we haven't established who we're fans of. We we oh, uh, we did in the that's in bad. one of the Ghost episodes. I'm a huge Atlanta Falcons fan, and I don't believe in Ritter at all. Um, Sam, you wanna? Yes, I, you know I'm a Texans fan, so yeah, 
been talking about Pierce and talking about you know future quarterbacks for the Texans. So hopefully you can trust my opinion a little bit more on Texans topics. But <laughs> yeah, and uh, don't trust my opinion at all on Falcons. <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will give you as much unbiased Ravens uh, right, of course. opinions as possible. Yeah. Well, see, the, the Texans are so bad, I can't be. There's no, nothing to be biased for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and see, that's where I run into trouble with the Falcons. Is like, they're bad, and I have nothing to be ba- biased about with them. But, like, I love them all so much. It's hard to not be biased and grab them early and think their win totals are going to be higher. But. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of the Falcons, um, yeah, no. To be honest with you, I'm glad Spiller went. He went um, 206, which I think is early for him. But had he fallen to 208, I don't believe in him. But I believe in the opportunity behind Eckler if Eckler were to get hurt. So I think I would have taken him here. I still wouldn't have taken the quarterbacks, and I definitely would have taken Trey McBride, who Sam took at uh at the four spot. But out of the guys that are left, it's um, at running back, it's Algier and uh, uh, Zamir White with the news on Josh Jacobs. At wide receiver, we're looking at Bell, Pierce, Mechie, Tolbert. Quarterback, all that's left is Matt Corral, basically. But I am going to end up taking the same guy I took last time, um, a guy I truly believe is one of the best wide receivers in this draft class. I'm going to take <laughs> Mechie. Dang, that's close. <laughs> that timer came down to like four seconds, everybody. Yeah. That was great. That was incredible. Um, run, run the pick in. Run, I, run it in. Yeah. I love Mechie. Um, that's a good I think um, a lot of people are uh, a little shyer, I guess, on him. I mean, you got an injury or whatever, but also because he was behind, <clears throat> excuse me, Jamison Williams. Um but I, I do love Mechie's talent. And in Houston, where you have an older and still great Brandon Cooks, and you have a younger and a guy I believe in, but a, a good Nico Collins, I think. I think huh? Unproven, though, right, Nico? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it, that's if I'm going to take a guy at 2-8 here with what's left on the board, for me, it's a huge break between – Mechie and everybody else, and that includes the two quarterbacks that went earlier than my pick. I would pick Mechie at at probably at two five or two six, depending on you know Spiller and Pierce and uh, Rashad White. Yeah, well the the other guy I was debating uh, taking at the one twelve was Mechie. I am a big Mechie fan. Um, I loved Mechie. Uh, not last year before he came out, but the year before that, when he was playing with Mac Jones, uh, he looked great. Even he was behind uh, Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith, but but he was really good. He he's not going to be a number one. That's not what he is, and maybe not even no, a number two. Not. But he's going to be a really solid number three. It's just a question of can he do that on the Texans? And yeah. we'll, we'll right. see. And I think even for listen, I I, I like the talent of Mechie. I think he's a really good wide receiver. Um, so if they can figure out what their quarterback situation is, or if Davis Mills can play better than he did last year, which he, he played all right last year, um, I think Mechie could be a really solid uh, floor play, kind of like Jacoby Myers. And I think points for Mechie, the Texans traded up, uh, I think, 
40 picks. Uh, you know, they traded up. Well, not 40 yeah, picks. Right, right picks. ahead of the Ravens. Yeah, they, yeah. Yes. <laughs> they traded up pretty significantly to get Mechie uh, into the second round. Um, so I think that shows you their investment in him. You know, we've talked a lot about with the Texans. My biggest concern with most Texans is the fact that this team is very in flux. Like, you know, really any position, they have so many picks from the Deshaun Watson trade that they could easily pick, you know, replacement players in the next two to three years because it's they're still in a probably a two or three year window for a rebuild before they can compete, I think. But um, I think the investment they've shown that with Mechie is pretty significant that they're not going to move on from him quickly. You know, I think they'd move on. I agree. Go quicker than, than Mechie. <laughs> um, but, I but, agree, but, yeah. Yeah, but the talent's there. So, you know, the talent's there, the opportunity's there, the draft capital investment's there. So, yeah, it's a good pick. I have, I have a hard time with his teammate going so much further ahead of him when he has shown he has that elite talent as well, even if it is Houston compared to Detroit, but Detroit doesn't have a quarterback. So like injuries aside, quarterbacks aside, offensive styles aside, it's crazy to me. They're going more than a full round different. So I'm happy to take him at 208. I'm not happy about 108. I'm happy about 208. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's there's some good values that you can get in the second round, um, because it's obviously it's so spread out. So you get you you have, you've got that shot of getting your guy, because once you get into the the 108, it's what guys do you like and what guys do other people not like. So then that's when you can get people falling to you. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so you you made this pick pretty easy for me, Trev, because I'm happy. Really, really happy two, yeah, thank you. There are really two guys that I, that I kind of look at here in the back of the second to try and uh, get to me. Um, just to talk about some of the guys we got left on the board here. At wide receiver, you got David Bell, Alec Pierce, Colbert, Wandale Robinson, Khalil Shakir. Uh, running back, you have Tyrion Davis-Price, Brian Robinson, Deontay Ingram. Uh Nothing really great here, um, except for this guy that I'm at. Is it Shakir or Shakur? Because I've been pronouncing it Shakur. I mean, I think it's more fun to say Shakir. So, <laughs> I, I don't know what his, what his name pronunciation is. But, uh, one guy that You need I, a producer to get on that. Yeah. Post-draft, post I, I fell in love <laughs> with this, this pick a little bit. I really liked the landing spot, and the more I thought about it, I thought this was really good. Um, someone who I, I didn't really have any feelings about uh, pre-draft. I wasn't like in or out on, but I really like this landing spot, and that's Alec Pierce, uh, the wide receiver for the Colts. Um, he has got a really good shot at being the number two guy, and with Matt Ryan there, who, depending on what you think of Matt Ryan, he's definitely towards the end of his career but he has supported two wide receivers often for fantasy. And Alec Pierce just has to beat out Paris Campbell, who would be going into year five of Paris Campbell being healthy and being the number two wide receiver for the, the Colts. That's being pushed yeah, out again. I think it's so. four, but it's still, yeah, he's played like 16 games in that, in that span. It, whether it's four or five, that doesn't matter. It's less than a full season on multiple years. I mean, as a wide receiver, at least. So, like, miss a game or two, whatever. Miss two seasons. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I really yeah. think he, he can really be, you know, and he, he can sniff into the end zone. You know, he's a little bit of a bigger body guy who can go up and make some of those contested catches. And, and that's kind of also the style I like, too. I like some of the bigger guys that can, that can make those contested catches. So. Yeah, so that was a pretty easy pick I, for me. And then, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I can't. Well, I was just going to say, I can't agree more. I think I think at your spot with who was left after um, – after I took Mechie, I mean, they took two running backs who and Matt Corral, who we just talked about being in the third round at 210. So I think Pierce is yeah. such an easy decision. I think Pierce should go much earlier than that. I think he and Mechie both should go early did yeah, this, I, this draft I at least. Yeah, Mechie and Pierce are pretty closely ranked to me. It, was, it would have been a toss-up between Mechie and Pierce at the, at the 208. Um, For you, it would be tougher in general at stuff. Would you take Mechie? Uh, honestly, it's hard. I, 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 like, try to unbias myself so hard from Texans players and not just take them that uh, it, it's, like, uh, I'll often, like, default to not taking the Texans players. Um, I'm the exact opposite. I'm totally but, taking but Atlanta, is, guys. As soon as he has a good, a good game, eight. I'll be, like, trading first-round picks for him. So, you know, that's, that's, the, <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the struggle. So. All right, let's see. Who came off the board? Johnny Woods, tight end for the Colts. Sam Howell, quarterback for the Washington Commanders. And then Greg Dulcich. So, honestly, I didn't lose a single running back or wide receiver in between 212 and 104, which is pretty nice. I already took a tight end into this draft. So, you know, imagining as if I were a team, I would obviously not have taken Johnny Woods or Greg Dulcich. Um uh, Sam Howell is going to be a lifetime backup. I don't think he's, you know, I, I honestly don't think he's worth spending a rookie draft pick on. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you could, might as well throw your rookie pick in the trash. But some people are very quarterback desperate, so they'll take a shot at anybody who has potential. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm guilty of having Kellen Mond on some dynasty teams, even though I'll probably never do anything. So I get it. Um, let's see who's left for me. Um, I think... Before it became a little bit clear that Deshaun Watson is probably going to be suspended a full season or more, I was reasonably high on David Bell's opportunity. Not the talent, but there honestly is not much of anything behind Amari Cooper for the Cleveland Browns. Um, Brendan, I know you're a daughter of people's yeah. uh, truth here. But, no, but I mean, he did well last year. I have to give it up a little bit. You know, it is what it is. He's been in the league for going into year three now, and he hasn't really done right. So, so I, I, you know, I would have taken him just because Deshaun Watson uh, can, can – I mean, he's made two wide receivers look very good in the past with DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. Both were very, very, very startable. Uh, wide receivers when he was playing for the Houston Texans, but with the suspension, I'm not touching David Bell because I don't like the talent anyways. Um, the options for me are really going to be uh, Jalen Tolbert. I'm very high on Jalen Tolbert. I think that um, Michael Gallup is not going to start the season because of his injury last year. I think he's going to be out for a few games. Um, and so behind CeeDee Lamb, it, I think Jalen Tolbert can easily step into a wide receiver two position at least to start the year. So I'm willing to take him there, and you know if he can play well in those first few games, then that, I think he has an opportunity. 
I also really like Brian Robinson here. Uh, I think that comments from uh, Ron Rivera have made it clear that he really wants to use both Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, um, probably as well as J.D. McKissick. Now, obviously, that's an unappetizing committee backfield, but if the third round, if I can get somebody who's going to get touches at the running back position, I think that's pretty valuable. I'm not huge on Tanya Davis-Price. Um, I get the whole San Francisco 49ers pick a running back situation, but it's honestly a crapshoot, right? We've seen it before where uh, Kyle Shanahan took Trey Sermon in the third round and then took Elijah Mitchell in the sixth. Yep. And, you know, mm-hmm. Elijah Mitchell's the one who, who played really well, so it's, it's tough. I don't know if I really want to play that game. If I have Brian Robinson, who I think is stepping into a more uh, concrete role, versus Tyrion Davis Price is just a well, maybe, you know, type of pick. So I don't. And, and then Wanda Robinson, uh, uh, I like his talent a lot, but that with Kadarius Tony doesn't look like Kadarius Tony is going to be traded. I'm not thrilled with uh, his opportunity. So to me, it's really Jalen Tolbert or Brian Robinson. And it's tough for me here. Honestly, I'm going to, so just on a team composition standpoint, I'm going to pretend as if I am a team here. And I already took Traylon Burks and Burks in the first, so I'm going to take Brian Robinson here. Even though I think I probably would give give Jalen Tolbert the edge, uh, you know, just value-wise. But I'm going to take Robinson uh, just out of it's honestly 50-50 for me between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with everything that you just said there. I think those would be my two guys. Um, obviously, I, I would be looking at Dulcich there, but he was off the board. Sure, um, yeah. One of, one of my guys that I really like this year. Um, but, yeah, I think Brian Robinson, he's definitely got a good shot at, uh, at trying to get something there, um, whether it's from injury to – Antonio Gibson, or if he just gets worked in a little bit, but I, I do, I do like the talent. I think he was—he's probably the only running back left here that I think could be a three-down back if given the opportunity. I agree. Um, I don't think there's a, a running back I really want to take after Robinson for sure. Um, to me, I'd put him above uh, Zamir White at least of the guys in this draft that have been drafted already. That—that's crazy but, to me that that Zamir White came off the board. Before. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. But uh, along those lines, also when throw in this, in the third round, um, you're either looking for a guy that's going to explode, like in, just unreal, or because I think Scary Terry, his his draft was like a third round pick, if I'm not mistaken, um, sure. fantasy wise. But like, you either want a guy and you're going to get him, and like that's great, or you want a guy that you can trade for better than what you drafted right so like the whole idea is at 3-4 you got Burks you got McBride whether or not you need a running back you could probably pair Brian Robinson if he does end up being part of that committee with someone else to upgrade your running back position yeah, for sure. so like versus you're talking about Sam Howell uh, Woods and uh, Dolchik that went before him you're not pairing those with somebody to upgrade at the same position uh, even uh, Davis Price, unless he is the one in San Francisco that ends up being like insane. But uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said about Robinson. I would also take Robinson there. I was just gonna throw that in. So after after you took Robinson, we have Tyrion Davis Price off the board, David Bellinger, and Keontae Ingram. 
And Trev, you are back up on the clock. So, got the same wide receivers he was looking at um, because, again, like his pick, uh, like Sam's pick, no wide receiver went. So I got a running back, tight end, running back. So we're looking at Bell, Tolbert, and uh, one that Sam didn't really mention. That's one of my. It's one of my my guys is uh, uh, Shakur, Shakir, however we would like to pronounce it. Um, the old shake and bake there. I'm going to uh, go ahead and tell you like ahead of time. I'm picking him. That's my guy. If I can get him in the third round, I'm grabbing him. Love the offense. Um, I don't think he's an, an immediate impact player. I don't, but I think out of the guys that are left, especially if you're drafting late in the third round, um, if he's there, I'm taking him. Him or uh, 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 or Tol- Tolbert, um, which you discussed earlier, but like that's, that's the two with the opportunity in the offense that I would like. Um, so out of these, even though Tolbert may have um, – a clearer opportunity. I'm still taking Shakur. I was big on him before uh, the draft, and I'm I'm big on him in Buffalo. So I am going to take him. But if I was going to take another receiver, it would be Tolbert. Or if it was going to be a running back here, which out of what's left is um, uh, Hassan uh, Haskins, Haskins or uh, Kyron Williams in in LA. Yeah, I don't, like I said, I wouldn't take anybody after Robinson. Yeah, so. For me, I'll it is going to be... Those guys on waivers, but I'm not going to draft Haskins or... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll definitely get him on some waivers, but I'm, it's Shakur for me. I'll also say, uh, personally, I will take Kate Otten over Daniel Bellinger. I'm surprised that Bellinger is still yeah, agreed. after Gronkowski retiring. Nope. I, would, I would take Kate Otten. For me, I think right now, this is per, uh, I, I like Dulcich more than Trey McBride, just talent-wise. So I would take him before I took Trey McBride. But obviously, you can wait a little bit longer. You don't have to to reach for that guy. You, you can probably get Dulcich most of the time in the third. Um, but I, I think, for me, Kate Otten is definitely the third tight end here that you want to take, um, especially over even over Jelani Woods, who I, I do think has a chance to, to do something in Indy. But... But yeah, after Gronk is probably gonna come back. Let's be honest. <laughs> Mid-season, maybe. <laughs> Mid-season playoffs, whatever it is. But I don't think he does. Oh really? That's listen. I I mean, I also don't like. There's a chance he might not. But I think he probably comes back at some point, even if it's just for the playoffs. But but yeah, Kadon, he's got to beat out Cameron Braid, and Cameron Braid has shown. No. no, he's a blocker. That's it. That's all he is. Yeah. Oh. He would take him over Woods as well when his competition is a couple of unproven guys and Mo Alley-Cox? I, I would because I think the, the all opportunity is better. Mm. I think to, to get a guy who could be... I, I think I also view KDOT in a little bit more like in terms of talent-wise. I don't... I don't know. Jelani Woods is good, but I, I think I'd rather have K-Dot. And especially this year, in the third round, you're looking for, for upside. And the upside of the tight end one in Tampa Bay, if K-Dot comes out and shows greatness and starts strong, which most tight ends don't do, but if he does, if he has a Pat Fryermuth season, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I like K-Dot 
over Woods and, and most of these guys. Yeah. So, hey, real quick before we get into the Mr. Irrelevant of this mock draft, I've just got to ask, Sam, what do you think of Brendan's and mine? And, Brendan, what do you think of Sam and mine's uh, uh, drafts so far? Like, if, if you could trade, because Sam's obviously at 1-4, but, like, if you could trade some players around, would you be willing to, to do that? I, I Now seeing how things have fallen? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I like, I really like taking. I think four four is a really good spot because because I'm in the mindset that there's a, a clear four. I'm with Sam with uh, Brees Hall, Ken Walker, Drake London, and Traylon Burks. I think those are the top four. And then after that, it's a, a little bit of a break for Olave, and then Wilson and Williams for me. Um, but with with the picks that you guys have, like I really love Traylon Burks. The Traylon Burks pick is good. Um, the Trey McBride pick's not bad. I don't have him as my tight end one, but I can clearly see that the the opportunity is going to be there, especially for a dynasty. He's got Kyler Murray there. Kyler Murray's we don't know yet, but he's he's going to be their franchise quarterback. You would think and behind Ertz and Max uh, Williams. Yeah, and Ertz so, is gonna, Ertz is going to be gone. Max. Max Williams is a nobody. Um, Max Williams is going to be gone too for too long. Yeah. So, so McBride has the opportunity by next year to be the the clear one there. So, and he's already showing to be the tight end too. So, yeah, and I I like yeah. the the Cook pick from your spot. It's really good. Um, and then Mechie, I love that. That's a great pick. That's two eight. So. I don't like the Shakir pick. That's the only thing. <laughs> I mean, I'll say it. I'll say it. I I I understand you liking Shakir, but with Tolbert still on the board. Yeah. There's no way I would ever picked, by the way. Honestly, though, with Brendan's draft, I'm assuming Brendan's going to take Jalen Tolbert. I don't know. Yeah. But that's my assumption. I would if I'm him. Yeah. I think <laughs> he, he got Alec Pierce and Jalen Tolbert at incredible values, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm, yep. So I, I'm, I'm a big fan that's of what was, those two picks for Brendan. I, I, I think, think this is very unreasonable for, for what the 112 is going to be. I don't think you're going to... Well, I've seen Tolbert go 201. To get him... Or 301. Yeah. Getting Tolbert 312 is incredible. Yeah, I don't think this is how most drafts would normally shake up. Um, I am going to take Tolbert, but real quick, I just want to talk about some other guys. I don't know if you guys have any guys that you want to talk about. Um, for me, some of these guys, if you, if you are doing a fourth round or, you know, once your draft is done going into waivers, these are some of the guys that I would look for. Um, I really like Pierre Strong's talent, uh, but the opportunity is not the greatest. He's behind uh, Damian Harris from Andre Stevenson. They also took, uh, is it, I believe, Kevin Harris in the uh, sixth mm-hmm. round. So, so that's he's also behind their fullback and the ancient. Uh, what's his name? James White. Uh, James White. Yeah. So, 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 like in all reality, he's fifth he's, on that. He's not that squad right opportunity. Now. So just. If you have a taxi stash, you know, I, I, I do like the talent there. Um, I also like uh, Tyler Beatty is good. Um, right now, uh, there have been reports that J.K. The Baltimore Dobbins, fan loves Beatty. It's surprising. I, I did like I did like Beatty coming out. Beatty's not going to be anything more than a pass catching back in the NFL. He's pretty small. Um, but he's he's a little bit shifty, and and I, I kind of see him more. He's like a Philip Lindsay. 
the guy that I really like. Um, but right now, J.K. Dobbins, it's been reported that he might not be on – he's not on track right now uh, mm-hmm. for, for the way his injury is. It's not progressing the way they want. So whether that's, you know, him missing training camp or him not being ready for the season – and we, we don't know with Gus Edwards because he was also injured. And they have Mike Davis, who, what a stupid signing. Um, but, but yeah, I think Tyler... I mean, they had... Yeah, I think Tyler... Well, I was going to say, they had old vets last year. Mike Davis is an improvement on the guys they had, but that I, doesn't mean he's good. I'm not sure if I agree with that. <laughs> you know when he's better than Freeman Bell? Dude, he did better yeah, in Atlanta with the worst offensive line. Who already knew the system would have been better to keep him in I, I agree completely. If you're going to take a guy, I'm surprised. Unless Freeman's not going to play football anymore. But Freeman showed. He shouldn't be. Freeman Freeman played well. He Like, I, I watch every single Ravens game. He played well. Like, for, for what, you know, he came in, I, I think it was through the season. I think it was like week four or whatever. Um, I, I mean, Le'Veon Bell was terrible. He was awful. Yes, so I agree. Was, I agree. Mike, Mike Davis is better than Le'Veon Bell, but, but Freeman, I would have taken back over signing Mike Davis. But, but Beatty's got a shot. And then one other guy I want to talk about real quick, because there are concerns about Traylon Burks. Um, and this is a guy that I, I did like before the draft too. And now there has been some buzz that he's been doing really good in minicamp and and OTAs and stuff like that. And that's Kyle Phillips. I think Kyle Phillips is really good. Um, so, yeah, so those are just some guys that I want to point out for, for waivers or if you're doing a round four. Uh, any guys that you guys want? Sam, do you have anybody you'd want to point out? Yeah, my typically my go-to waiver guy, I'd say several weeks ago, was Kante Ingram. I'm not thrilled about him anymore after the Cardinals signed Darrell Williams. I think... That was a, a great signing <laughs> to, to get Darren Williams. He's, I think, very underrated as far as his talent. So, yeah, I don't love Kante Ingram as much anymore. Just to, let's see, out of these guys, somebody that I would like that wasn't mentioned, um, I think I think I'd pick up Tyquan Thornton here. I think Tyquan Thornton, uh, you know, I don't – necessarily think he's the best receiver in the world, but he's got a lot of speed and the New England uh, offense needs the speed and the draft capital, right? So, you know, I'd be happy to take... Uh, I, I think I would definitely spend fab on Thornton just looking at who's left here. Um, I, I think that's the only guy I'd spend, like, significant capital on, maybe. Or fab. Three guys not mentioned that I don't believe in, but I'd be willing to spend fab on for a space at the end of my roster or more likely my taxi squad. Ross, um, dubs or dabs, I've heard it both ways, but um, yeah. and uh, Calvin Austin in Pittsburgh. Uh, out of those three, the ADP-wise, Austin's last, but I would take him before the other two. Um, but Ross has, has risen a ton from, like, Brendan, you may want to make your pick. Um, Ross has risen a ton from like the equivalent of like the sixth round in rookie picks to the fourth now. And um, Dubs or Dabs, whatever. Uh, Green Bay, he was fourth round, right? Yeah, he was fourth round. Yeah. So fourth round pick, but he's behind a second round pick and three vets that are all old and 
that we don't. Well, no, I guess is Alan Lazard. How old is Alan Lazard? Alan Lazard. He's not that old, right? But either way, he's behind three vets. Two of them are old: Randall Cobb and uh, Sammy Watkins. I don't expect much from the three of them all together. So the same reason that we we take a lot of guys in the third round opportunity, which is I was going to speak to Shakur a minute ago, but um, uh, the opportunity is there for sure. And then you said you didn't like the Shakur pick. I just want to throw this out there. So I said it before, but the reason in third rounds, I'm either picking a guy that I think I can trade away quickly for better value than what I drafted him at, or I'm picking a guy that I think I can hold on to for a year or at most two and then have better value. And I think that's what that's the main reason I pick him is is yeah, I like no, his talent beforehand and in Buffalo I think round. within a year or two I can get way better than a third round pick. A late for third sure. round pick. Three oh eight you you just you need to put a flag down on the guy you believe in, you know. So or we'll put a flag down on a guy you want to draw. Yeah, yeah sure. one or the other. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm, I'm fine with the philosophy of the pick. I'm just saying I would have made a different one. But Yeah, cool. Yep. So so the, the big things to take away are after seven, it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, quarterbacks are a little – they're much weaker this year than most years. And I think the, the biggest thing is the variance between – picks like you could see like like you said sam tolbert going at 3-1 or 3-12 sometimes yeah and and it all just depends on your league and and what guys are you know how how much they like certain players and i think the the one thing that i always try and remember when i'm drafting uh is especially for rookies don't make it complicated just, just keep it simple. If you really, really like a guy, just take the guy. You know, don't you don't have to reach. You know, if if you're in the first round and you really want David Bell, don't do that. But, but like if you're in the the second or third round and and you got a guy that like say you're all in on on Isaiah Spiller, you know, and you you yeah. got the two one yeah. and you you've still got Damian Pierce, Rashad White on the board, just take your guy. You know, I I think yeah, that's. I completely agree. There's this draft. I don't think there's, yeah, I don't think there's like you're missing out on this like massive wealth of talent if you just take your guy a little bit early. So ours didn't really pan out this way, like our draft specifically when we did this one. But <clears throat> assuming that the quarterbacks don't go when they did, and a few more picks shift around to Hayer, I don't really care about past the second when we're talking about. Um, these players like get when you were talking about getting your guy if i've got anything from about two five and earlier including in the end of the first round i'm not really trying to trade back necessarily like i'll still take those guys um where they are um but pretty much pretty much after that point if you want to trade back or if you can trade into 23 which i'm a big believer in the class of 23 but like if you can trade back trade out I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Otherwise, take your guy regardless of P. If it's a guy that's ADP, unless it's in like the fifth or sixth equivalent round that you can get on waivers, just get your guy. Yeah. 206 and 312 are the same for me. Just about it. I mean, like, because I don't want to trade back and risk losing him because I think other people are doing the same thing. It's just my personal opinion. I think they're getting their guys at 2.9, 2.10, 2.11. So if a guy's ADP is at 3.11, 
I'll take him at two seven. That's not a problem for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, hopefully this helps you guys out in your drafts. Um, just to, to get some different opinions on players and. Yeah, this has been a really good exercise. Uh, next episode, we are going to be doing a startup uh, Superflex draft. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, thanks for watching, and peace out.